Welcome to track number 7 of the secrets of the anointed in his anointing. Now, did I give you the next point? Which is what? Respond to the anointed with his anointing in time. By being fruitful in time. In time. Now, Mark 11, Mark 11, Lou, Mark 11, and we are going to read from verse um, 12. On the morrow, when they were come from Bethany, he was hungry, and seeing a fig tree afar off, and having his leaves, he came happily. That's the anointed with his anointing. The anointed came to the tree to see if there was any fruit which is anointed. Yeah. And today you are the tree. And the anointed comes to a tree at a particular time to see if there is fruit. And when he came, he found nothing but leaves. Leaves are wrapped. Wrapped talking. Talking, no action. And Jesus answered and said unto it, No man eat of thee hereafter forever. And his disciples heard it. So he cursed the tree. Verse 20. In the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, calling to remembrance, said, Behold, the fig tree which thou cursed is withered away. Amen. So, you ask yourself, why Jesus cursed the tree? And the reason that he cursed the tree was that at the time that he needed fruit, there was no fruit. No show at that time. Oh yeah, it's not the season, but that's the time that he wanted. So, when the anointed with his anointing comes to you, and there is no fruit of a certain kind, at a particular time, you will become what we call cursed. And instead of getting blessing, you don't get blessing. So there is a certain time-related response. Do you see? That God, you see, when an anointed person comes to you, he has blessings in him. He can release blessings. He can also curse. So when the anointed with his anointing came to the fig tree, the fig tree could have received a blessing. But instead of receiving a blessing, the fig tree received a curse. And that curse was because at a particular time, somebody said, oh, I'll bear fruit after school. Oh, I'll bear fruit when I finish marriage. Oh, I'll bear fruit or whatever. You are nothing, okay? 
and you cannot decide when to bear fruit. God knows when you need to bear fruit. And bearing fruit is not always that you bear fruit. You bear fruit at a particular season of your life. A woman does not have... I, I need some volume up here. It's making me shout. A woman does not have her period all through her life. You will have your period start at a certain point. And then it ends long before you die. Long before you die, you stop having your period. Not just before you die. You don't stop having your period when you are about to die. You stop having your period long years. You, 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 have, you, you, you can have half of your life without your period and half of your life with your period. You think you will have your period for most of your life. But you can have it exactly half. Yeah. Because if you, if you were to, uh, 15, just for the sake of the exercise, 15 years to when you started, and you end at 50, that's 35 years of having period. Okay? Then, the first 15 years, and then 20 years after, without no period again, after 50, that's 20 plus the first 15, is 35. So you have 35 years of no period and 35 years with period. Yeah. So when you count it that way, you realize that you, there's a certain time only that you can bear fruit. Yeah. You, you are not fruitful always. And the same thing spiritually. You are not fruitful always. In fact, your fruit may not even be needed always. <laughs> yeah. And so it's important that Fruitfulness is related to timeliness. So, for instance, when I am dealing with the people who think on the crusade stage, especially when Ida, you know, because Ida will have the habit of taking her eyes uh, off me when, when, when we are there. And, and they, they, they have the rules. Never take your eye off me. Whilst I'm there, you keep your eye off me because I, I have signals. And there's only a particular moment I need you to sing, I am the Lord, I heal After church, I don't need the song. When I'm eating, I don't need the song. When I'm meeting with some people, I don't need It's only at that particular moment that I need that thing. So if you don't have it at that particular moment, you have no use to me. I can just curse you and then you, you disappear. So God, in working with you, is not working, looking for you, you know, just one day when you are okay. It needs a particular food at a particular time. So once, once the anointed comes into your life with his anointing, there comes a time where he looks to you that you will bear a particular fruit and do something at a particular time. After that time, it is not necessary anymore. Yes. If I had decided that I was going away from uh, Ghana and I was going to finish my specialization, my cardiothoracic surgery and neurosurgery and all these things, and finish. When I finish, I come to Ghana at the age of about 45. That was just be four years ago that I'll be starting the ministry. <laughs> it will be just four years ago that I started. I just started the ministry four years ago. Yeah, 
And I say, oh Lord, I'm here. Now things are going to begin to happen. Use me now, Lord. Wow. Out of fast the stage where Yogicho came to dedicate the church. All those things would have been, they would really have, have where Yogicho came to preach the church. I mean, the crusades we have had all over the country, uh, the churches that have been built all over, the cathedrals, the buildings, all those things have passed into the bush. And I have now come with my foot. The Lord, here I am, Lord. Lord, I'm waiting on you now, Lord. Move, Lord. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. If you can use anything, Lord, use me now, Lord. And, and you are now coming to bear fruit. And so sometimes we are surprised when we receive a curse. Because at the time that God needed all of you who are children who God has given to me to fight together with, huh? will it be lost? And I'm so happy as I said. That's why yeah, when I pray, I don't have confidence before God. Because I'm, I'm afraid of these type of things. That you feel happy with yourself. That you are somebody or you are doing something. That when God looks at you, He was now looking for an angel from a galaxy to come and give you a kind of knock. A galaxy angel. <laughs> As you are happily praising yourself. So those of you who are giving God His timetable, you know, you are giving God a timetable of when He can have, find you. Take note that God doesn't listen to your timetable. You may make your plan, but you will make it in vain. Because God doesn't follow anybody's timetable. He follows His own timetable. If you don't join in, you are out. If you don't join in, you are out. So, as you are here, don't say, oh Lord, when I finish school, I'll be available for your work. No. There's fruit now. Now Jesus wants fruit from you. That's why all of you must become preachers and counselors and ministers. Look, when, you, when we go and people see us dancing, they, 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 they will find out that we are the most serious church in the school. Most dead, dead serious. So, those people don't be deceived by their colorful t-shirts. It's just a camouflage for their like a means on wild animals on campus. Yeah. Don't be deceived by their playing, they see them dancing and all those things. Don't be deceived by their very, they have a certain mind as you see them on campus. They are really some way, different people. Yeah. So have the mind eh, that I'm needed now and I will bear fruit now. There is never wait later when it comes to God. You can never say to God, wait. If I call one of the people that work for me, I say, so and so, okay, you say, wait. You just wait. What does it mean? What does it mean? Yeah. So make sure you are bearing fruit. Timely fruit. Timely fruit. Now. You are young enough to bear fruit. And let me tell you, young people, that is why I encourage you, all young people, those who like music. Is there anybody who likes music? There is Christian music of every type. 
Yes. You are looking at somebody who likes sounds and sound systems. Yeah. In pieces. Yeah. Pieces. And sounds with sounds. Many times I don't play music in a car because the sound, the sound destroys the sound. The sound spoils the sound. You need to hear it in a way. Yeah, then you can sense the sensations of the different aspects of the music. This type of shrill sounding, whatever, just playing at the background. I don't like that. I want real music. All those are part of Christianity. You get it? We have music in the church. We have dancing in the church. We have relationships in the church version. We have it. We have our church version. Okay, let's finish this. The devil doesn't want us to hear this, but we're going to hear it anyway. What is the point we are on? Watching the anointed operating in his anointing. Now, this comes in because I read in Acts chapter 1. Did you see verse 1? What does it say? O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began to do and to teach. Amen. Now turn one page back to John 21, verse 24. This is the disciple which testified of these things and wrote these things. We know that his testimony is true. Verse 25. There are also many other things which Jesus did. The which if they should be written everyone, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. So this is the doing dimension of the anointing. There is no way you can learn or receive the anointing by listening. In this case. You need to receive, you need to watch the anointed and his anointing. Operating in his anointing. This is the key. That is why there are things you can get by listening, but there are things you can get by watching a video that you will never get by listening to a cassette. Yeah. And there are things you must see. You must see. It's a must see. Yeah. See one, assist one, do one. Isn't it? Yes. So, you must open yourself whenever you are in the presence of the anointed. Who has his anointing? Your eyes must be open in a particular way. Because some people's eyes are not open in a good way. And they are looking out for different things. Are you with me? Yes. Your eye must be open to see the anointed operating in us. And the first thing 
So what are the things you must see? What are the things you must watch for? Okay? And number one is that you must watch with heightened alertness as soon as you see the anointed operating in his anointing. At that point, your interest should rise greatly. Now you may be with the anointed who is now eating fufu and soup or banku and kilewili. And at that point, the person is not operating in his anointing. Now you see that somebody will now start paying close attention to the banku and kilewili with chicken that you are eating. What a combination. And your comments will now be, Ha! Huh, you really like banku. Or you really like kelewele. Or, hey, this man can eat a lot of chicken. This is how your attitude, has, your, your antennas have gone up. And your eyesight has moved to all the wrong things. Which are not necessary for the anointing. Amen. And that is why I am st- telling you that there is a way you must see. Now, because some of you, all you see is what hair did she have? What dress is she wearing? What clothes? What is he doing? You know, things which are not necessary. One day a, a pastor came to my car and then he started examining the car. He started examining the car. Yes, his heightened alertness came when he saw my car. And he was now examining the car. This car is this, this is this. It's like this, it does this, it does this. So you are, your eyes are tuned to something that is not necessary. Amen. Are you there? So the anointing and the anointed, you must immediately notice is operating in his anointing. Then number two, you must see the characteristics that make the operations of the anointed anointed. Like, what is it? What are the elements that reveal the anointing in this thing? You understand? When you you are watching the anointed with his anointing, operating in his anointing. And you can see that he has started operating in his anointing. The question you must ask yourself are, what are the unusual or supernatural elements which are striking about the operation of the anointing? which the anointed is operating in. you know why I'm saying this? It's because sometimes wonderful things are happening, but we are unable to see that they are happening. When it's very wonderful and amazing, you can't even notice that it's wonderful and it's amazing. For instance, you've been watching the worship stars. How many have noticed that they are getting better? How many have those who are not worship stars? You do you started notice, you see, they've celebrating that. But that's a wonderful thing to watch. Because it is the anointing 
the anointed is operating in his anointing. That is how come we are moving steadily into a particular direction. Yes. But you see, people don't recognize the unusual elements. And those things should attract you because those are the elements which clearly are the work of the Holy Spirit, which a person cannot do naturally. Amen. Are you listening to me? Now, when people become disconnected from the anointed through disobedience, they are also disconnected from this particular dimension of watching the anointed operating in his anointing. Yes. So, in the last few years for me, many pastors who I trained and who I appointed and ordained who felt that they knew now everything. Stop watching the one who was sent to them as the anointed with his anointing. And because of that, many of the things which come only by watching, they do not have. And it is obvious that they do not have. Now, how do you know that there is an element? What, what are the things that you must watch out for? I've given you two. One is what? When he has started to operate in the anointing. And then number two, the characteristics that make what? Yes, the operations of the anointed, anointed. Okay? Then the third thing is, you must watch, the third thing, type of thing to watch is, you must watch the, what the person doesn't teach about. See, there are some things that are absent in everybody's preaching. And sometimes the reason why the person doesn't preach it or teach it is because it is so basic to the person that he doesn't see why he should say it. So sometimes the most basic thing that the person believes in and has the anointing for is what people who are close to the anointed never receive. Yeah. Look, and it happened to me one day when I went to Korea. I've been going to Korea for at least seven years to ten years. And one day, I decided on a Sunday to go to the church again. You are, when you go, you are just watching. So I, I God has blessed me greatly through Yonggicho. My ministry is greatly blessed through Yonggicho. It's one of the fathers that I have in the ministry. Greatly. There are a lot of things I can show you. All this is Yonggicho, 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 Yonggicho. Working. I thought that I knew everything. So one day, I was there. But just because I was blessed just to be there, I did not disconnect myself. As I was standing outside the church, on a Sunday morning, after about 10 years of going there, I suddenly had the revelation of the greatest key to church growth which Yonggicho practices and uses, which he has never even mentioned. 
Never. All his books, he writes, self-system, prayer, this. What I saw, he never mentioned. Not even a mention. And today, that key has become a very important key. But I will not even mention it. But I realize that, look, watch the anointed operating in his anointing. Watch him closely. Because you may never know limited what you will see. One day, you could just strike it. Ah! Wow! This is what I never knew. Amen. Watch the anointed operating in his anointing. The, third, the next thing that you must watch out for when you are watching the anointed operating in his anointing are natural keys of wisdom that he's applying, that he doesn't say or teach. Because there's no reason to teach it in a church. There is no reason for the anointed to teach certain things in a church. Watch it, Tilly. Are you Tilly? Okay. Do you understand? There are certain things the anointed doesn't do. Doesn't teach, but he does. One day, are you, no, listen, if you don't get this, you are missing the whole camp. It means you didn't come to the camp. If you don't get this part. One day, I sat down in a restaurant with um, a great man of God. In fact, I, I actually, restaurants are a good place to receive very important life guidances that come by watching the anointed that he would not say. And the first person that, that happened to me was with Archbishop Idahosa. I was in London and he took me to a restaurant. Idahosa. He took me to a restaurant. Himself and another bishop and myself and somebody else. Four of us. Very, very expensive. When I was eating, when I was eating, I finished eating. And I'm not going to tell you the whole, uh, the whole story. When I finished eating, he did something at the table. He asked me whether I finished eating. I said, I finished. Then he did something. He said something that has affected my life. Yes. The second person is Fred Price. Many years ago, he came to Ghana, but he didn't come to preach in our church. He came to somebody else's church. And then, he invited me to come for lunch. Something happened. And I went for lunch at La Palm 
hotel. When he finished eating, he did something. Yes. He signaled, he signaled his daughter. His daughter was there. He signaled his daughter. And then his daughter did something. <laughs> yes. And then he did something. Yes. I told you that I'm going mystical. Mystical. And what he, what he did, what he did is amazing. And the Lord said to me, watch what he's, what, what, what he's doing. It is a key to life. And long life. Yeah. And he just, celebra- just celebrated his 80th birthday. He's 80 years old. Yeah. In fact, 80 years old. Yeah. What he did, he did it, he did it at, at La Palme. And the Holy Spirit, but that, that was not a lesson. There was no, so, so, so he just, he told his daughter something, his daughter did something, and he did something. <laughs> that is it, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. The baptism of John. It is from God. The baptism of John. It is from God. Or from man. I don't know everything about you, so I don't see why you should know everything about me. Yeah. When you are with an anointed person, eh, who is operating in his anointing, even when he's not operating in his anointing, as you know, you see that he's doing something. Some of the things are because of the anointing. Watch it. Watch it. Another time, I was with Yonggi Cho. Yeah. And I was not in church. When you are with the anointed, who is carrying his anointing? Keep your eyes open. Keep all your eight eyes open. Because you may see something that can help your life. When he was playing for 18 holes, in fact, the person told me after that, normally he doesn't play 18 holes because he was not strong enough to play. I saw something. I saw something. I saw two things. Not what he said. What he said, what he said to me, I, I've said it because I asked him a question. He told me and gave me an answer. But I saw two things. Yes. And those two things, they ministered to me. Yeah. On the course, on the greens, on the fairways. Yeah. Listen, my friend. Keep your eyes open because the Holy Spirit may be speaking to you. But especially, it was what Christ did. He signaled his daughter. And his daughter knew exactly what she was supposed to do. Then she did something. Then he also did something. I was amazed. Yeah. Many things that God has ministered to me through Yongicho. It was not his preaching. It were things I saw. I received great blessings by watching the anointed and his anointing.
anointing. You know, sometimes I wish I was, but you see, it's somewhere when you say everything. Uh-huh. So, I, I could show you so many things. But I think that I have to go into mysticism a bit. Shabaya! Sit down. Say thank you. You can never have certain things by hearing and listening. You need to watch the anointed. And there is now technology that can allow you to watch the anointed. The anointed. Yeah. That's why I learned a lot from watching Kenneth Hagin's funeral. Yes. I learned a lot by watching the funeral. So, by your ears. Because so why watch? Because he says, Jesus began to do and to teach. So now everybody open to Matthew in your Bible. I hope your Bible is a red letter Bible. Okay? Very good. Are you in Matthew? In Matthew you will see the two dimensions of the operations of the anointed in his anointing. Yes. The black, the black part, look at your Bible, the black is what he did. And the red is what he thought. Yeah, these are the two dimensions. Look at this. The black are the things that he said. Those are, can be caught by hearing. And the blacks are what he did. That one can be caught by watching. Yeah. Amen. Is it amazing? Is it amazing? Yeah. The black is what he did. The red is what he said. What he thought. These are the two big dimensions of the anointing. What you hear. And they are the two greatest thoughts apart from your mouth. If your ears and your eyes are the going into you a lot. Apart from the, your mouth. Going into you. The only three things that can go into your eyes and your ears. Sound waves. Light waves. And then food into your mouth. This is where you can receive something. So, brothers and sisters, it's very, very important for you to open your spirit to the visual dimension of the anointing. As I'm here, and even as I'm dressed, as I'm dressed, there's something to, to, to see. You may not know. And it may, like with me, there are so many things I don't even teach. I don't, I don't mention them at all. I don't mention them. But I'm recognizing more and more that it's actually an anointing. In fact, it's a discount that I've ever said that the, the anointing for wealth is on my life. I've never said it before. Yeah. I've not, I've not said it before, but I recognize what I realize it's something I don't teach. But I can see that it's there. That's how come even for Ghana, I have ideas. I have ideas. I, I say, no, if we do this, Ghana can make it. Yeah. If you pull the army out of the barracks and bring them to town, construction, education, armed robbers, eh? 
all these things will go. Security. Against all these Boko Harams and new things that are coming. Yeah. But, they are all ideas. You become rich. Yeah. Country will change. So people will stop coming to Ghana when they find that Ghana is dangerous. One day we went to a Coconut Grove Hotel. We were sitting there by the beach. And there was a pastor who pastors in Nigeria. And he told me, as we were sitting there by the hotel, he said that, because he had just come from Nigeria, he said that he doesn't feel secure 